Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. morning. Good morning. It is Beth LJ here uh, with Sacred Places Radio. Thank you for joining me. Today is a, a bit of a different day. Um, we are here and it is Friday, um, January 5th. So we're already five days into 2018. Um, and I'm out in my car. because <laughs> It's just one of those days and parking is a little bit um, difficult in uh, the city, in New York City right now because of the snow. Um, So if you hear any beeps or horns or anything, um, just pay attention and focus on me. (laughs) Uh, So today is the first Friday of the new year. Happy Venus Day. Happy Love Day. Um, We're doing the show today on Friday because schedules have changed around. Hopefully um, next week uh, I will be back on the Saturday, so I will be with you again next Saturday on the 13th. Um, So today I have um, my guest is Consuela Joyce, and she's a spiritual psychologist, and she will be on a little bit later after... um, I do my meditation, and I take time to talk about the energies of the week ahead that I've divined through um, a tarot reading that I pulled earlier today. Um, So I'm excited to speak with her um, in this new year, and I'm excited to talk to you um, and meditate with you, uh, my listeners, um, listening now live, and those who will um, will be listening later in the archives. Uh, so the energy has been pretty intense. Um, we came into this new year, and right away we were greeted by a full uh, the full moon in Cancer. And this full moon um, is accompanied by three other significant moons. We go through one full, complete moon cycle in this month of January alone. Beginning the month with the full moon in Cancer, um, next week or next Monday, we will be greeted by the new moon in Capricorn. 
um, which some say is the official start of the new year with this new moon, um, depending on the type of calendar that you keep. And then we will finish off the month with a full moon, I guess they're calling it the blue moon, in Leo. So there's a lot of, within a short time space, within just the beginning of the year, we are starting out experiencing full emotions, in-depth emotions. Um, If we remember what um, some people equate with the full moon, they equate it with the time of lunacy of increased awareness um, and understanding of the things that aren't said, um, the things that we pick up through divination and through our sixth sense. And so we are getting plenty of opportunities to do that this month. And we are encouraged um, just the way the lunar calendar has unfolded with our annual calendar um, to dive deep, to dive deep into these emotions, um, to uncover um, what needs to be seen, said, heard, felt, um, so that we can move forward. Uh, in fact, for the radio show, um, for the tarot card pool this week, I was I was thinking so much about the moon and how much the moon is going to be such a big factor and is such a big factor in this month. There's been a lot of emotions um, ramped up earlier this week. You guys might have felt emotions of um, depression. You might have felt emotions of loneliness. You might have felt emotions um, that related to maybe almost a homesickness of sorts, of what used to be. And that's still a process of the letting go of the idea of where we were or what we thought of ourselves or what our perspective was on who we were. And coming into this new space of who we are growing into being. Um, these remo- these emotions that I experienced this week reminded me um, back to the time of cancer in July, um, where it was uh, more self-discovery. I needed more quiet time um, for reflection. And I just needed to work through some thoughts that I had, some feelings, some perspectives about who I am that I needed to um, further delve into. So this tarot reading starts out with, so appropriately, of course, the main theme of this <laughs> of this week um, between January 6th and January 13th is the moon. <laughs> That's the major arcana I pulled for this week. Um, and like I said, the, the, the month is beginning with the full moon and ending with the full moon, and there's a new moon in between. So what are we understanding about ourselves in these long nights of winter? What are we seeing more clearly when we dream than when we are awake? What are we picking up on and tuning into? Um, That's what you want to work with this coming week, this coming month. Um, A lot of self-reflection and going to understand our emotions. And it's not just a matter of understanding the emotions because the next card that I pulled was the page of wands. And that's so appropriate with the full moon at the in Leo at the end of the month. The page of wands 
is using these emotions, using this exploration of our emotions, using this understanding to tap into a, a new creative way to express, a new way to look at things, and a new way to release our emotions. So you can't control your emotions. You can't say, I'm going to feel this way, I'm going to feel that way. You feel how you feel, and sometimes it's overwhelming, sometimes it's oppressive, sometimes it's depressing, sometimes it's fearful. And what you want to do is use that energy that you feel with those emotions to express. Express yourself in a creative manner. And I know some people might be confused. They might feel like they're not creative. They might feel like they are at a loss and they just feel overwhelmed by these emotions. But this tarot card reading is asking you to begin to take action with your emotions that you uncover with these full moons. So use this Capricorn moon to begin to set up a structure to give yourself the time and the space to creatively express your emotions so that you can release them, so that they can be an expression of your soul. The final card I pulled was the Justice card, so another major arcana. And I feel like this Justice card it applies to the whole um, and not necessarily specifically for you This or personal. This Justice card is a continuation. In 2018, we're going to continue to uncover the things that have not been said, the things that are done in the dark, the things that we feel fearful about expressing or ashamed of expressing or feeling judged to express. We will be judged if we do express. Um, These things are coming up for judgment. They are coming up for justice. And I guess the difference between justice and judgment is not to determine whether it is good or bad, but it is to balance. And we're with this moon being such a feminine energy, we're going to see again there's going to be uncovering of things that we haven't known, we haven't dealt with, we haven't said, we haven't expressed. And they're going to, by just releasing them, it's going to balance the energy currently living in. It's going to bring up more feminine, not to crush the masculine energy, but to balance the masculine energy. And so we'll see this justice forming in this week. We'll see people tapping into those emotions and releasing their fear and going with this flow so that they can receive balance in their lives And by receiving balance in their lives, we are creating balance in the collective. So as much as I'm being so positive about it, this this is a bit of a a hairy time, um, an unnerving time, a, a sensitive time for me myself. And it's hard to get into the flow of expressing it. But I hope that tarot reading brings up some thoughts in your head of, how you express yourself and what new ways you were thinking of expressing yourself and what ideas have popped into your head or popped into your dreams 
and to go with that. Because your expression, no matter how small you feel it is, or how, um, or if you want to categorize it just as a hobby, your expression will help create the balance, will help create the justice, will help create equilibrium. So let's take a deep breath there. And let's close our eyes. And let's try to tune in to the distraction so much that we tune it out. And as we create this moment to get in touch with ourselves and our mind and our body and our soul, and we create the triplicity which exists in us, and we balance that, that triangle within us, Let us look towards our third eye and that triangle that exists on our forehead and between our two brows. Feel the radiating energy of the sun. So that we can go deep and feel reassured as we explore the dark side of ourselves the moon, the shadow, the things that are unsaid or not acknowledged at this time. Let's relax our body. Release the tension in your belly. Release the tension in your chest. In your shoulders. Now is the time to give yourself a little break. Give yourself time, tune into you. Deep breath. Deep breath. Okay. I hope that that was helpful. I hope that you can use that, that moment to tune in and take that moment further with you throughout this day. I'm going to bring on our guest, Consuela Joyce, spiritual psychologist. Good morning, Consuela. Good morning, Bethel. <laughs> I'm so thankful to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for agreeing to come on my show. Um, I, I love the idea um, when I first um, spoke with you that you are a spiritual psychologist and 
if you could just let our audience know, what does that mean to be a spiritual psychologist? Absolutely, absolutely. So being a spiritual psychologist, uh, what we do is we focus on the spiritual path that people decide that they want to take in all the different avenues, because as we all know, there's as many avenues to your spirituality as there are people on earth. And and transpersonal psychology is uh, the official title for it. And what it does is it really gauges and studies people's transitioning and transcending of their soul um, and how that occurs and in the ways that that occurs, which is so, um, I think, important for this time for us to really get in touch with that as psychologists and understand. We've been very cerebral, I think, um, in, the, in the past 100 years of, of the field of study. And um, so now to get into it in a way that is um, very spiritual and very um, metaphysical is, I think, an exciting uh, area and, and the field itself. So that's basically what spiritual psychology is. Okay. And so you have your clients um, who come to you, and who who do you think benefit the most from receiving your services? What what are you able to really tap into and hone into with people that that offers um, relief, assistance, um, clarification? Um, so people that usually reach out to me are people who are going through a transition in their life, whether it's, um, you know, deciding that the career that they're in isn't the career that they want to be in, it's not what they're passionate about, and they want to make a change, but they're not sure how to um, make a change from one career to the other. For some people, it's on a bigger scale. It's they realize that the life that they're living isn't the life that they want to live, and it's not in alignment with their true self, and they need help transitioning from uh, the life that they're living to creating the life that they want to live. Um, and then mm-hmm. for other people, it's, it's a matter of just trying to figure out what is the right spiritual path for me? What speaks to me spiritually? And how can I honor that and uh, develop that and, and create a practice for myself to get into mm-hmm. that? And for others, it's a, it's a matter of um, looking at their relationships and seeing that that it's not in balance and that they want to make a change in the type of relationships and the people that they attract into their lives and how can they mm-hmm. you know, look at themselves and say, okay, what are my patterns that I'm developing with and how can I make those patterns more balanced and um, healthier for myself so that I'm attracting the right people in my life to create the life that I want to live. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot, at least the people that I know, um, the um, my, including myself, um, sometimes this journey, this this exploration of spirituality, feels so um, so lonely because it's not talked about, and it's funny because I usually find myself going back into history, back into times that we no longer really honor to get in touch with. Um, the spirituality that is almost has been lost um, yes. in our society. Yes, absolutely. And that's a big part of spiritual psychology is that we look at all the different types of religious and spiritual practices from, you know, going back to the beginnings of time. 
and saying, okay, mm-hmm. how can we honor these and utilize these and bring these back into our daily lives? Because we know that they work. We know that our ancient ancestors really had a, an, a very balanced way of living and understood the universe in a way that we don't. And so how can we take, right. you know, like goddess honoring and bring it into our daily lives, earth honoring, bring that into our daily lives, you know, uh, the divinational arts, how can we bring those into our lives and work that into our society today and utilize them for the best benefits for us and for society and for, you know, the universe for that matter because we're really connecting with the universe when you start, you know, building a spiritual practice for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, I mean, that's important because it, it's so it's so reflective of self and it's so, like you said, every um, there's as many different journeys as there are people in the world, but all of that energy is collective and connecting with the universe and balancing the universe as well as balancing our individual lives, balancing our communities, balancing our politics, balancing our society, balancing our relationship with mother earth. So it's just, it's, we are the beginning, but we're certainly not the end of where this energy stops or how um, impactful it is. Um, exactly, so exactly. Excuse me for that. Exactly. So, um, so the topic uh, we wanted to tune into is, is we were being, a, well, I was being a little, um, I guess, a little crass maybe when I was discussing it and it was just, or came up with a title and it's what to do when uh, the <laughs> proverbial shit hits the fan. What, um, when life seems to, um, I guess it, it almost, you lose control of what's going on in life and you feel like you no longer have the ability to, um, adjust as necessary, um, when you're on the spiritual journey, what is what, what have you seen that in clients or experience for yourself? What does that look like? I know for me it was just completely getting fired, and it was just like, you're done. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but for others, yeah. it looks like something else. Um, so, yeah, what what has that looked like for you? What does that look like for your clients when, when the bottom falls out? Well, you know, I'll, I'll start with myself because it certainly happened to me. You know, I was on the fast track in corporate America, and I had gotten my degree in psychology, and I always knew, even as a small child, that I wanted to be a psychologist. Um, and, you know, I did that, and I loved it. But there was a part of me that wanted to get into corporate America because um, my dad was an executive in corporate America, and I thought it would be a good experience for me. And I'll do it for a couple of years, and then I'll go and I'll get my Ph.D. in psychology, and I'll be a professor and all that. And then I got into what I call the corporate trap, which is so hard uh-huh. for people to get out of. Because, you know, you get, get into a corporation, you have good benefits, you know, you're, like I said, you're sold that, oh, you know, you, you work your way up the corporate track, be successful, get the home, get the car, you know, find that right partner, all, all those attractive things that everybody wants. Um, right. But if you're not listening to your, your life calling and your life purpose or doing what you're passionate um, about, you start to feel it. 
And I certainly felt that when I was uh, doing in, in corporate America. And you just, like you said, you get tired and you're in, you feel like you're a rat on the race wheel and you can't get off that wheel, you know, because you think, oh, well, now I have the car and I have the home and I have bills and I have responsibilities and I have a family and, and we're not taught in society to follow our passions and to, to dive into our career based on our passions. We're often told, oh, you can't do that. Oh, you love that. But no, right. that's not, and that's not, that's not true. That's not the case. So what I do with a lot, and I realized that in myself, and I said, okay, I have to make a change, and I have to go back to school, get my master's. You know, I knew I wanted to combine spirituality and psychology because that was, you know, two of, two of my greatest loves. So I did that. And what I found as I was going through that process, a lot of my coworkers, you know, uh, I did a lot of project management. So I um, led a lot of teams. And so they would come to me and, you know, we're working extremely long hours and they would say, you know, I'm not happy. This is not the life I wanted to live and I'm being worked to death. And right. I would say to them, okay, well, what's, what's your passion? And I, would, and I say this to clients, one of my first questions I ask them, what are your passions in life? And they had no idea, Bethel, because right. they've been on the, the wheel. They, you know, how, how exactly. are you supposed to find it out? What your passions are when you're constantly being worked and you come home and you, you know, fall on the couch, eat some dinner, and then you get in bed. And then you get up the next day and right. do the exact same thing. So that's the first thing I, I typically say to, to people is discover what your passions are in life. And then their, their next response to me is, but I don't have time. And I, I say to them, just like with everything else that is necessity, you have to make time for it. It's just like eating, breathing, going to sleep, taking a shower. It is a necessity that we honor our hearts and our joy and spend, even if it's just 20 minutes doing something, that you love each day. It is a part of your health regime. That's what I tell my clients. It's so important mm-hmm. for your mental health and for your emotional and your spiritual health. And then what they realize, I tell them, you know, synchronicity works in such, you know, magical and, and miraculous ways. Things start to align. When you start doing what right. you love, everything mm-hmm. else comes together. The universe will rise up to meet you wherever you are and will start putting the right people, the right job opportunities, the right any type of opportunities you're looking for, the right tools, the right um, thoughts and feelings, even that comes all together. So I tell them, don't worry about the end result. Just focus on being happy each day and doing something joyful each day. It makes up for those eight hours that you're in the office and you're not as <laughs> happy and you're just, you know, trying to get Yeah, the you're day. lucky if and it's as- only eight hours. Exactly, exactly. So that's, that's typically what I start off with clients, and that's what I hear from clients. A lot of my clients come to me because they know they're not happy in their career or they're not happy in their life, but they don't know what the next steps are. They know, you know, they know the crap has hit the fan, but they don't know what the steps are to clean everything up and to move on and basically to build a new life for themselves. So I help them with right. that. Um, and I do it in... in a bunch of different ways. Uh, I have intuitive processes that I, I use. So, you know, um, I am a certified astro-numerologist, which is basically astrology and numerology being combined together. So I use that yeah. a lot with clients. 
earth honoring. Um, it's another great thing. But I think also, uh, and you, you really hit it on the head when you were doing your meditation, uh, it really was in alignment with my 2018 astro-neurologist book. I have the one to tell you that it was beautiful. I was amazed at how, how much there's a similarity between the forecast and what you were saying in your meditation. But I also um, use archetypes with uh, clients. You know, it's a big thing in psychology where you go through archetypes and, and you put yourself in a different role so that you can see right. that you can change your life. And that's important, I think, for clients too. Um, and visualization. Vision boards, dream boards, very important in the life coaching process I do with uh, clients because you have to visual, you have to, you have to change your thoughts, and you have to visualize and see yourself doing it. So those are some of the what I call yeah, spiritual you have tools. Yeah, right. You really do have to change your perspective. Yeah, because you have to, like you said, visual, visualize yourself in a new capacity. And sometimes just the visualization is scary. I feel, um, I feel for myself personally. I wasn't even. I was just on maintenance for a long time. And so now I've come into a place where I just am able to see what Rugi looks like or Bethel J looks like in 10 years or in five years. And it's not to say that that can't change or I'm not allowing the place for that to change, but it was so moment by moment um, for a while there Um that I couldn't even I couldn't even see it. I didn't even I had no clue. So as these as as our listeners are going through or might be coming upon or or even have gone through um some aspect of, you know, their life um getting receiving an earthquake in their life where things feel off and they need to find um that balance, what would be one thing that you could Say, recommend, um, advise for them to do time in this moment to to sort of find some balance right now. Well, I think one of the, the most important things is to acknowledge when you have, like you said, an earthquake moment in your life. Because a lot of times people have those earthquake moments and they don't act on them. It's mm. important that you take action on it. When you feel it, don't press it down. Don't ignore it. You know, don't mm-hmm. push it aside. Acknowledge it and then say, okay, I've acknowledged it. Sit with it for a minute and, and then, okay, what can I do to take action to make a change in my life? Because the sooner you mm-hmm. do that, the better, the better. Because the next thing, because a lot of clients say they realized it 10 years ago, but they didn't do anything about it until it got so bad that they were like, I have to do something. And then, you know, they reach out to a spiritual psychologist like myself, well, a life coach or, you know, anyone mm-hmm. that can give them that inspiration. So I always say to clients, the minute you feel it, acknowledge it and then take action on it. The sooner you do it, the better. And a lot of times, it's the, like you said, it's the little steps. You don't have to take a huge leap. You don't have to say, oh, I'm going to, you know, move <laughs> and rearrange my life. It's, like a, it's the little steps that you take to make sure that everything is ready to go down the road. So whether it's, okay, I'm going to start doing yoga. I'm going to start doing Tai Chi, or I'm going to do a meditation, or I'm going to listen to a great spiritual radio show like yours and Mm -hmm. absorb, you know, what's being said on the radio show and and get inspiration that way. So, you know, you don't have to make huge, major 
changes in your life if you're not ready. But just the little things like that, like listening to a radio show like this is so inspiring to so many people and can make a difference in their daily life. So, you know, I tell people, you know, take action, even if it's something tiny, what you would, you know, think is a tiny um, act is a huge act. Anytime, anytime you take action in a new direction, it's a major, major event and should be um, proud of the fact that you took that because a lot of people, you know, they're too afraid to take that step. So give yourself that acknowledgement as well that, hey, I took a step forward and that will help you take the next step and then the next step and then the next step. Mhm. Yeah, it's definitely a, a snowball effect. Um, once you start, like you said, once you acknowledge that things don't feel right and then you take a step to um, – I don't want to say feel better, but feel more in alignment with who you are, just that one step, whether it's the yoga or whether it's listening to um, this radio show um, or just even exploring and diving into it on the Internet um, for more information, getting lost in YouTube videos, um, seeking out a spiritual psychologist, those steps secure your next step. It makes It puts you on good footing so that you don't feel feel as fearful to make the next one, like you said, and sometimes they grow and get larger, and maybe you do end up having to move. Maybe you do have to lose that job, but you don't have to start there. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't have to be and, that extreme just yet. <laughs> yes, and it gives you the confidence. So that when you get to that Confidence. point where you know you yes that you need to leave a job and career or you need to move to an you know a new part of the country or another country altogether to create the life you want you have that confidence you built your confidence up and you're ready to make that major step because you've taken all the little steps to get there. Yes, definitely a lot of little steps and a lot of patience with yourself. Um, yeah, so, you have to love yeah, yourself. That's the whole... thing. I'm glad you brought that up. That's yes. another really important thing. You have to you have to you know, create a practice of self-love. Yes, and that's so hard. Like the whole idea of self-love and creating a process of self-love, it's like, oh, okay, I'll, you know, buy my favorite body lotion. Um, and, that's, and that's a manner of expressing your self-love. Of course, you know, sense and, and feel and touch is always great. And to, you know, be able to moisturize yourself and get yourself prepared is, is wonderful. But what does it mean to really love yourself, especially if you aren't, if you're not familiar with loving yourself? What is it, what, I mean, how would you, how would you describe that to a client to, who came to you who's like, I don't know if I love myself. I think I do, but. Yeah, and that's a and that's a, a big question that a lot of clients do to say to me because that's one of the things I bring up with them is that you have to, you know, really cultivate a uh, practice of self love and they're like, oh, oh. you know, <laughs> so I say to them, yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, because people know how to love other people. They know how to give love to other people and how to nourish other people. But it's so often we don't know how to nourish our own souls and our own hearts and, and ourselves. So that's a big thing um, that I go through with clients. And what I say to them is, you know, start in the mirror. Every morning have a practice where you look at yourself in the mirror and you say five times to yourself, 
I love you. 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 And that's how it's so, it's not only empowering, but it's one of those exercises that clients come back to me and they say, I, it was difficult that first time right. I did it and it felt weird and I didn't know how to handle it. Uh-huh. And then I broke down and I started crying and all these emotions came up. And I said to them, that's right. good because you're healing. You're healing yourself. All, you know, let those emotions come up. It's a part of the healing process and a part of you learning to love yourself. And then the next time they did it, they're like, oh, my God. And the next time they did it, oh, my God, oh, my God. And so it really builds up a um, self-esteem regime within yourself, uh-huh. but it also frees you. It frees your spirit. Because we're not taught right. to really love ourselves in society. We're not. We're taught to have, how to nurture and love other people but not ourselves. So it is not only freeing, it's liberating. And so I tell them a lot of times when you, you know, the emotions come up, yes, those tears come up, those are tears of liberation because you are liberating yourself and you're owning your own true self when you love yourself. And the more you do that, the, the, once again, synchronicity works in, in a miraculous and amazing ways. It just aligns everything, brings everything into balance, centers you. And like you said, it takes you to that next step. And so it's very important. So that's usually how I, I, I start that process off with clients because it is. It's very important. You can't make progress in your life if you're not loving yourself and taking care of yourself. It's very important. So true. It's so true. You don't, you don't, you can't even have the energy. And that's another thing about this spiritual journey. I will say it's, it's very, um, people say I don't have time and it's true. You don't have time and you don't have energy when you first start out. You have very little to give, but um, it's very draining um, because you're doing a lot of like you said, that wounding that's coming up, the tears that are coming up, you know, and when you have feelings like that that overwhelm you, it's 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 not like they just go away. Okay, I'm done crying. I feel better. It's you do feel better, but you take it into you with work, you know, and it's and it's mm-hmm. sitting with you when you go to bed, and it's in your dreams. Um, but I do find it really satisfying that it just starts with telling yourself that you love yourself. Just telling yeah. yourself those words is is a powerful action that leads to you cre- creating the love within yourself that's always been there and really recognizing it. Yes, yes, because like you said, it's so true. It It's always been there. It is the truth. You, you know, you are love. I am love. The person down the street is love. We are all love. That's what we are made of. And so once you realign yourself with that and you acknowledge that truth, you are opening a, a whole new set of empowerment for yourself. It's, 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 like I said, it's so liberating and it's so important. And that's, as business psychologists, when, when those emotions come up, you know, that's where I right. step in and that's where I help you get through those emotions and talk about it and work through it. So you don't feel like you're, you're like, oh, my God, what do I do with all these emotions now that I'm doing this, this self-love practice? We, we work through it and we talk about it and, you know, honor it, acknowledge it, and give yourself the space as well to, to breathe through it. Because like you said, it is. It's very emotional. And you, a lot of times people don't have that energy in the beginning when they're starting a spiritual practice or starting a spiritual path. 
um, or making the changes they need to make in their life, they're not sure where, you know, am I going to fit this into my busy schedule? But like I said, this is an essential part of your life. You have to make time for it, just like you make time to brush your teeth, <laughs> time to eat, you know, get that, that latte. You have to think about it in right. that perspective because it is. It's so important. It's, it's, it's really a part of your health regime, keeping you healthy and balanced. Um, it's what I tell clients all the time when they're like, oh, I don't know. It's like you have to make that commitment to yourself. You're making a commitment right. to yourself. And once you invest in yourself. Yeah, and I love no, Were you saying once you make that commitment to yourself? Once you make that commitment and investment in yourself, then everyone else will make that commitment and an investment in yourself. If you don't invest in yourself, yeah, then that's the liberating part about it. That's the liberating part about it. That's the synchronicity that happens once you release yourself from these ideas um, and really tap into your love. Then you can express yourself, and you will find reflections of that expression. We have so much background noise going on right now. You will find (laughs) reflections of that expression of that self-love with the people you meet with the with the the side of the road that you you choose to walk on with the timing that you have that to just you just get home right before the rain starts to pour down you know and these aren't these are just being in tune with yourself so that you can get in tune with the universe but um thank you so much i think that that um that that bit on self-love is exactly i mean it's exactly what i needed i hope that um others We'll find that it's exactly what they needed. They needed. It's completely in line with um, with these these two full moons that we're dealing with here in January, and and getting really almost uncomfortably from uncomfortably aware of what and how we're feeling and what we need. So January might feel really uncomfortable for people um, in, in that in that area in that way. Um, but how can people reach out to you, Consuela, to um, to um, receive counseling or talk to you? It's so nice that um, there's somebody who understands. Like if I go and I talk to a psychologist about astrology, some of them have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, and so when I say things like Saturn's entering my seventh, they're just looking at me like, okay, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I find it so refreshing that there's somebody who's trained to um, sort of help and assist with the wounding and the uncovering of um, of our soul path, forms of divination, numerology, and astrology. And um, how can my listeners um, connect with you um, outside of um, this? I am absolutely. I am on Facebook, and I am also on Instagram under Consuela Joyce. Um, but they can also reach out to me um, directly. They can email me at consuelajoy17 at gmail.com, or they can DM me um, on either Facebook or on Instagram as well. Um, and I do have a daily astro-numerology forecast that I do on Instagram and Facebook that will give you sort of an overview of every day. Um, but it's such an important Astro-numerology, I think, is a wonderful divination tool. Um, you can really map out yeah. your life with it. Um, and um, so I work with a lot of clients on their personal astro-numerology birth charts, um, and then they can take that as a map, and we work 
on that uh, every month in their progressive chart. It's amazing what the stars and the uh, numbers can tell people. People are amazed. They're amazed when I give them their readings, and they're like, oh, my gosh, I've never told anybody that. No one knew I loved art. No one knew that I. <laughs> and then the right. Fans, it's amazing the, the energies that yeah. are described <clears throat> and that follow us through our lives and are mapped out by these numbers, our names, um, our birthday, our time. And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so that's just, just to let the listeners know, it's all on the description of the page, but that's Consuela with C, it's C-O-N. S W E L L A, Consuela yes. Joyce, and Joyce is J O Y C E. So you can type in that name and you'll be able to find her on Facebook, Instagram, and then ConsuelaJoyce17 at gmail.com. And she's out on the West Thank Coast, you. so West Coast listeners, um, you know, you have, she's right there near you, so please take, uh, <laughs> take advantage and, um, and um, reach out to um, Consuela. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Beth. I love what you're doing. Keep doing it. We need it. It's so important um, to have that, you know, messengers of joy and wisdom in this yeah. time. So thank you so much. Thank you, and, and we'll reach out again, and hopefully we'll do an astro-numerology thing and, and maybe get a few listeners to, to get reading. So I look forward to speaking I would love to you that. soon. And, yep. And thank you so much. You have a good Friday and enjoy. Thank you. You too. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.